the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast with your host, Brian Briscoe. In this podcast, we bring some of the top professionals in the apartment investing field to discuss various aspects of the apartment investing journey with the sole purpose of educating listeners to make wise investment decisions. The Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast is sponsored by Four Oaks Capital, bringing you high yield returns through apartment complex investing. This is episode number 220 and part of our multifamily brief series. So as I record this today, we are a couple days before Christmas 2021. You know, I know people listen to episodes at, you know, random times. Most people will listen to it in the next couple of days. So I'll start off by saying happy holidays, everybody. I'm also happy to announce that we're going to be closing tomorrow on a small apartment complex in Augusta, Georgia. Well, that's as long as FedEx delivers all of our signature pages on time to the closing attorney. And we have had closings delayed because of, you know, FedEx and UPS not getting those signature packages on time. So it's still not a certainty, but we will close if not tomorrow, then Monday. But that said, in a future episode, I'll talk about the, this property in, in particular. Uh, the basics are two women approached us with a property they had under contract and asked for help qualifying for a loan and closing on the property. It was the first larger multifamily property that they had done. They, they both owned single family rentals and some small multifamily. And my partners and I looked over the deal, interviewed the team and decided it was worth doing. So we reached out to several of our friends in the Tribe of Titans to help complete the team around this project. And now we're finally getting this project across the finish line. Or should I say we're getting this project up to the starting blocks because, you know, the real fun begins when you actually close on a property and start to manage it. It's nice to end the year with a win. You know, looking back at the multifamily real estate market, it's done some crazy things this year, according to a lot of people. Looking at this one property in Augusta that we're buying, we're paying 70000 a door. Now, incidentally, last December, we had another Christmas closing on a property in the same market in Augusta, and we purchased that property at 55000 per door. Now, I know a lot of people in different markets are like, oh my goodness, you know, 70000 a door, that's a steal. But that's the market rate in the Southeast. But if you compare the difference between 55 a door and 70 a door, well, admittedly, we got a really, really good price on the 55 per door property. Um, but the biggest differential in pricing has been that the market has really skyrocketed in the last year. You know, fueled by extremely low rates, higher inflation, and a ton of competition, prices has seemingly gone through the roof. Now, as I've looked back, I remember when I started looking at commercial real estate. In about 2018, I was involved in a couple of forums, and there were a significant number of people who were trying to get into the business and were just amazed at the pricing, the prices that some people would pay for the properties. One person in particular would openly post that, you know, most people were going to get burned because they were overpaying for properties and he kept on looking and couldn't find a good deal in the market in 2018. Now, in retrospect, I wish I would have paid a premium in 2018 and 19 for every single property that hit the market because the prices have gone up so much that you couldn't pick a bad deal in 2018 or 19. Do I really mean that? Kind of. I mean, I'm sure you could have picked up a bad deal in 2018 and 2019, but with the market doing what it's done, it's almost like you're sitting on top of a rocket ship when you purchased a property back in those years. Now, similarly, a few months back, I was eating lunch with a local developer who's probably in his 60s. Uh, He mentioned that he lived in Southern California in the early 80s and was astounded that a house in Santa Barbara at the time cost $80,000. I think he said the year was like 1981. So 
Um, once again, in retrospect, I wish I had a time machine. I could go back to Santa Barbara in the early 80s and buy everything that hit the market. Now, I don't know what the future is going to look like. I know there will always be people who look at seemingly high prices in real estate market and decide to stay on the sidelines. Now, there have been a few times where that would have actually been prophetic as the real estate market has had its downs along with its ups. Now, I think what you have to do is look one or two steps deeper and see why the prices are as high as they are to understand the dynamics. Now, according to several reports published in the last year, the U.S. is short somewhere around four to five million housing units to meet demand. Now, that includes all types of units, you know, single family, condos, multifamily, but four to five million housing units short of current demand. Now, you look at the single family inventory and it's near an all time low. There's not a lot of houses on the market and people are still looking to buy. Occupancy in mini metros for multifamily properties is at an all-time high, and there's a clear demand for housing that signals that prices will continue to be strong, just looking at it purely from a supply and demand perspective. There's also higher than average inflation in the U.S. I'm not going to call it high inflation because I've lived in countries with you know greater than 10% inflation rates that have ended up pulling through economically. And for some countries, you know, 10% is actually a low rate. But this inflation is pushing a lot of institutional investors and even private investors to park their money in real estate because it's a tangible asset that tends to maintain its value and it shields people from the high inflation. And as more and more money is flooding the market, prices are going up and up. Now, of course, the inflation itself is also pushing up rents and prices. Now, right now, the biggest wild card in my mind is the effect that rising interest rates will have on pricing. Obviously, the cost of capital is one of the most important things to look at when evaluating properties and interest rates going up will lead to the market cooling off a little. Maybe tapering is the right word, but that's yet to be determined. Now, the question is really whether this cooling off is just going to decrease the rate at which properties appreciate or decrease the actual value. Either way, when investing in real estate, it's hard to lose when looking at a long time frame. Even with the crashes or corrections in the past, if you look over real estate over a longer period, it's been one of the most resilient places to invest in just about any market cycle. So are prices too high right now? Well, if you're comparing prices to what they were a year ago, your answer is probably going to be yes. If you're looking forward and have a long enough time frame, prices will continue to climb. And there will be setbacks and corrections when the market's overheated, but in the end, they're not making more land and demand is strong. So in the end, I revert back to one of my favorite real estate quotes attributed to Will Rogers, don't wait to buy real estate, buy real estate and wait. And the thing that I'll add is just make sure that when you do buy real estate, you have a little bit of flexibility in on your end to make sure that you can weather the storm if there is a momentary setback or correction. Now that's it for today's episode. Stay tuned because on Friday we have another good episode coming out and you're not going to want to miss it. listening to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast today, brought to you by Four Oaks Capital. If you'd like to know more about how to invest in apartment buildings or want to be a guest in our show, visit our website at fouroakscapital.com slash podcast or email us directly. If you're still listening, you obviously like the show, so pull out your phone, tap subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app. And we'll see you again next week.